Hello, you're listening to a 107 audio cast. We're here today to discuss Tractor Beam, open source website backups. I'm Jonathan Freed, and I'm here with Ivan Stegich, founder and president of 107. And joining us today is Tess Flynn, 107's very own DevOps. Tess, let's jump right into this. Can you tell us exactly what Tractor Beam is? So on Galaxy class starships, you have a graviton emitter that, sorry, wrong Tractor Beam. (laughs) (laughs) So Tractor Beam is an open source website backup tool that is written in Ansible. So Ansible is a configuration management and automated scripting utility that's created by Red Hat. And we created Tractor Beam to suit a client need for website offsite backups where we didn't have, you know, the existing toolkit that we we had come to expect. And why do you think people need this thing? I remember once when I was visiting uh, the IBM Tech Labs in Hursley, and they were talking about geographic backups, and my mind felt like it had expanded because (laughs) the idea of creating geographically distributed backups just in case of natural disaster had never occurred to me until that exact moment. And afterwards, I'm like, okay, we need to make sure we track everything here. Can you give us a little bit on the evolution of Tractor Beam? So we had a client that had a new Drupal 8 site. Part of our requirements for that project was to provide off-site backups. And naturally, the first thing that we decided to do is reach for the backup and migrate module, which did exist and does still exist for Drupal 8. And our thought was, oh, sure, we'll just put Node Squirrel on it like all of the other sites, and that will be it. And then we found out that there was no Node Squirrel for Drupal 8. And in fact, the more we started looking at the backup and migrate module, the more we discovered that it was at a very early stage. It didn't quite work very well for Drupal 8 at all. And there were a number of other gaps. One of the biggest gaps with Node Squirrel is that typically it only backs up the database. It doesn't back up your site code. And unless if it's configured to do so, it won't back up your uploaded files. So that's actually a huge problem because you now have an incomplete backup. If you try recovering from a total hardware or software loss from your site from a Node Squirrel backup that is only your database, you'll have a lot of work ahead of you, even if you have a local copy of the site code. Because if you are using something like Stage File Proxy, you might not have a local copy of all of your uploaded files. And you'll be spending a lot of time, if you're lucky, maybe asking your hosting provider for a server-level backup to restore those files. But in a lot of cases, you might have a total loss. And so when we discovered this gap, we went, oh, gee, what are we going to do? And the wheels started turning shortly thereafterwards that, well... As part of our automation efforts, I had already written a backup mechanism for our deployments so that every time we do a deployment, we back up the file directory, we back up the site code, and we back up the database. And it does that in a nice automated script, which is all on GitHub and also Ansible Galaxy for anyone to use. The idea of, well, we need to make this remote as well and... That's where it started. We had the idea of coming up with an intermediary system 
that would actually execute the Ansible playbooks to run the backup on the site, just like we would with a build, but in this case, it would be by a cron job, so to run on a regular basis. Furthermore, we enhance that basic functionality by uploading those backups to Amazon S3, or really any S3-compatible cloud hosting provider. This way, we actually did get the off-site backup and geographic distribution backup that we wanted, and it was all on open source code. All of Tracker Beam is hosted on GitHub, and you can start using it whenever. So that's a good point. Tractor Beam, uh, as Jonathan described, is open source website backups. Why is the open source license for this particular tool so important? A lot of the things that we like producing at 10.7 are going to be open source by default. That's one thing that we, we pride ourselves on. But furthermore, keeping your backups and backing up your site is really, really really important. And not enough people are actually doing it because in order to do a, do this kind of offsite backup situation, it takes a lot of work. So we do the work for you and we open source it so that you can have your site backed up finally. Tell us about the future of Tractor Beam. So Tractor Beam right now is a set of tools, a set of Ansible playbooks, as Tess described, that can do the backups for you logistically. We'd like to beef up the documentation so that people have a much easier time of actually deploying the Ansible playbooks. We'd like to add additional backends so that it's not just S3 that you can push to, but there are other different backends Google Cloud Engine, a vanilla SFTP server, Microsoft Azure, whatever makes sense, you should be able to push your backups to. Right now, we can support Drupal 6, 7, and 8 as part of the Tractor Beam Ansible playbooks, but we'd love to expand that so that it doesn't just include Drupal, but that it includes WordPress and Expression Engine and anything else that is PHP and MySQL backed. But more so, I think we'd like to see a software as a service company um, built out of this as well. There's a lot of opportunity for people who just want to set it and forget it. And if you can set up a backup that's literally 30 seconds worth of your time, and it's outside of the ecosystem of the host that you're using, like Pantheon or Acquia or WordPress Engine or WordPress.com itself, then that's something to be said. So look out. There's lots of things coming for Tractor Beam. Well, that brings us to the end of this audio cast. And I would like to thank Tess Flynn and Yvonne Stegich for sharing their insights on Tractor Beam. Please visit us at 107.com and keep an eye out on the 107 blog for future audio casts. This is Jonathan Freed, and thank you for listening. <laughs>